You're listening to the Early Edition Podcast with Kate Hawksby from Newstalk ZB. I asked AI a question the other day and it didn't know the answer. And I thought ChatGPT knew everything. It came back and said, I don't know, but would you like me to find out for you? I mean, what do you think? That's why I asked. Anyway, I Googled it and I immediately got the answer. My question was, why don't London cabbies work in the rain? As I was standing in the rain wondering why I couldn't see one. Um, I got the answer not only from Google, but also from the next cab I hopped into. Always better to get it from the horse's mouth. But like all things, it doesn't take long before advancements in technology become battlegrounds, does it, for our hearts and souls and breeding grounds of distortion and hate, like the internet itself. The real uses these things are intended for get hijacked by the lowest common denominator or bad actors who look to disrupt. And the concern with AI at the moment is that it's mostly being used as a toy or a tool of trickery. You know, deep fakes, artificial voices and the like. Fake campaigns can go a long way these days on mainstream before they get picked up. So it is a similarly perplexing issue for schools and students at the moment. Schools and unis now have the battle of how much students use AI And for what purpose? You know, for every advancement in tech, schools and unis have to come up with a counter move to protect themselves from it, don't they? I mean, how can they ensure students' work is their own? Many schools have already adopted um, and employed anti-plagiarism tools and anti-cheating software, but they do have to be vigilant and, of course, work on student morals too. You know, they have to hammer home the importance of honesty and decency when it comes to AI and not just rely on software programs to investigate for AI detection. It certainly speeds things up for kids these days, though. Gosh, they don't have to wonder for long, do they, or try to find out anything themselves the old-fashioned way. Answers are all just right there at their fingertips. I often remind my kids that, you know, somehow we got through school without Google. We either had to ask the teacher or look up books and actually read about it. I mean, I just don't know how we got through. It's so much easier these days. And the books, the weight of those textbooks at uni and the cost of them, what a nightmare. We had to lug them around and scour them for hours. These days, textbooks are a foreign concept. You'd be hard-pressed to find one in a kid's school bag. But how much they use AI is a challenge. You've got to encourage students to obviously use every tool available to them. But how they use it, you know, how they utilise the answers is the question. If you think for one second the the student might copy, you're going to be running the anti-cheat software, aren't you? But, you know, and hope that that has a chilling effect on the student anyway. So I'm not sure whether it's harder or easier these days on on, on the kids because on the one hand, all the tools and answers are there for them. But on the other hand, they have to think so carefully about what they can and can't use. So, you know, there's that added layer of paranoia about making sure their work is legit and not plagiarised in any way because they know it's going to be picked up by one of these anti-detection tools. So you've got, you know, one school of thought, some schools saying, yep, you can you can use it, but to a certain level only, and others saying don't use it at all. So it's a tough one for kids. Classic case of technology making life easier in some respects, I guess, but harder in others. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.